Hello, me and Mowers, ladies and gents, and welcome back to the podcast. How are we doing, guys? Episode 12. We're out here. We're killing it. Still not getting paid for anything, though, which is a bit upsetting, you know. At the end of the day, like, I'm funny to the people around me for free all the time, but now I actually record it and edit it and then, you know, send it out there. And just still no one's sending me anonymous tips, um, but it's fine. I mean, we've got the rest of our lives to become rich and famous, so. For now, we'll just focus on providing the lols, having the chats, and graduating college because that still is something that it needs to do. But I mean, education is power, am I right? Anyway, guys, how are we doing? I have just adapted this coping mechanism that I do be taking it one day at a time. I really do. Um, I know that's a cliche saying, but I do be taking it one day at a time because that's the only way it's doable. Do you know what I mean? You know, and I'm, I'm surprised at how angry I get at myself for being in a bad mood and, you know, quite down in the middle of a pandemic. I'm like, wow, Lily, you really are going at yourself right now. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, 95% of the time I'm like, look in the mirror. I'm like, how did one person get so blessed on the inside and out? But then sometimes I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. You tell me. Like, let's let's just be easy on ourselves, shall we? Anyway, that's me. But uh, you know what, guys? Every day is another story of someone putting up they're getting vaccinated. And that, to me, is the light at the end of the tunnel. So, yeah, gorgeous work. Anyway, before I get into this week's ep, I would like to do some housekeeping. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I spoke about the term housekeeping and how it was used in my all-girls school for announcements. And I'm like, why is it housekeeping? Why is it housekeeping? Like, am I adhering to gender roles by saying that? Or am I smashing the patriarchy by saying it ironically? I don't know. Anyway, some morning announcements, shall I say. I have had an interesting week with regards to the attempt to trying to get a romantic relationship going, to be honest. And look, it's kind of one of those things you go into it knowing on the apps that you're kind of, you know, getting nits out of someone's hair with a fine, fine fucking tooth comb do you know and that's so fine I don't mind that I think that nothing in life should come easy to you if it's worth it do you know what I mean but like oh I just it doesn't matter how it starts it doesn't matter how it starts it always ends in a tragedy so I just wanted to bring along a few things that happened to me this week guys that made me lol um, with regards to males nothing else really happened in my life like I literally wake up every day try not to drown in my college work and then try squeeze in some yoga and a booty workout at some point during the day that is me that is me and that is the person I identify as at this point but one thing I love which I think is a very recurring and I know it is because I've discussed this a lot with my female friends on the apps when a guy asks being like you know you could be talking being like hey whatever talking about god this pandemic's so tough ah just trying to stay sane haha whatever and then suddenly it's like so what are you on on here for what are you on the app for and I'm just like sometimes I'm like I get it do you know what I mean like I love the directness you know like I am someone that I do get to the point I think sometimes you need to read the room though and kind of just like maybe use your social skills a bit more before you start like clearly spelling out I want sex do you know what I mean but like it's a tough line to cross but I think ultimately but maybe you know after three messages have been exchanged isn't the time to just go for it do you know what I mean like I, I'm fully aware chivalry is dying like any plant I've tried to keep alive but like can we pretend Um, like I was talking to this guy and it was like hey hey whatever literally hey hey how are you I'm good how are you no sorry I didn't say I'm good I said something funnier and more interesting and then he goes haha so what are you on this app for I'm like we're in the middle of a pandemic like clearly I'm not going to drive a visitor house right now and have sex with you at 3 p.m on a Wednesday so like do you not want to keep this conversation for a little bit longer clearly not and my thing anyway so that that's obviously more of a stark example like sometimes they're a bit more smooth with it but you know sometimes it's kind of like do you know what if that's the way you're going I respect that you're up front instead of beating around the bush look it's it's a tough one but anyway in this particular example very straight up about it but one thing I love to do every time that someone when asked that question is simply go I actually will put this on my story this weekend I always go a marriage and six kids but I'll settle for four and that's what I reply every single time someone says that and sometimes guys genuinely are like 
oh not that they think i want marriage but they're like oh my god like is she being serious is there a part of it that's being serious yes yes i'm 22 years old in the modern day and i would love to get married and have six children in my ripe age that's what i want to do that is my calling and i just thought i would tell you on bumble and sometimes they'll unmatch me and then sometimes they'll reply haha whatever do you know what i mean i think it's kind of one of those things that you cut the boys from the men do you know what i mean like if someone unmatches you and doesn't first of all get the humor but also actually genuinely got a fright at the thought of commitment not that i wanted marriage and kids we're getting off track here but do you know what i mean it's kind of one of those things like if they reply something funny back it's like you have advanced to the next level do you know I love I actually was thinking of this I was talking about this to one of my friends I think I should set up a matchmaking situation and not so much that I like find the guys for you but you find the guy on the app and I do the texting so it's not really matchmaking at all it's more catfishing is that well we can find a better term for it you know like there's certain things I do on dating apps with guys not that I generalize it you know everyone's different but like there's certain tellings that like can really tell you if it's a red flag or not do you know what I mean and that's one of them if someone asks that but then you know you can come back from that you can come back from that because they might be genuinely asking that question and if you just reply you want marriage and six children but you'll settle for four their response to that will be very telling do you know what I mean um but yeah so that's just interesting also something really funny that happened to me this week I was talking to this guy honestly guys for the first time in a long time you know when you just feel a bit different you're like yes I probably have no idea if you are real or not but I'm feeling a connection through this phone and this keyboard that I cannot deny and I was loving it and then you know the advancement to whatsapp always a good shout if they request to go onto snapchat it's not I'm not ruling you out but the red flag has been raised and it is definitely at the back of my mind anyway so I was talking to this guy and we went to whatsapp whatever we're chatting and he was just so full-on so eager and it's not surprising <laughs> like do you know what I mean like I understand why but you know when guys there's just this actually happens so so often when guys start off being really eager and so into you and it's almost like you don't have to do anything you kind of just watch them go on this hamster wheel of being so eager saying all these things to you saying oh I want to take you on this date and I think this is about you and blah 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 and then they scare themselves it's like I don't have to say anything you scare yourself at actually showing some sort of emotional commitment that then you like retract it and I end up, you know, it's a classic push and pull science. When someone pulls away, you push further. When someone pushes towards you, you pull away. You know, it's a really difficult thing not to feel in your brain. But this guy was just so attentive. Do you know what I mean? Replying all the time. We had chats, lols, such good vibes. Told me like I was so beautiful and everything. And like it wasn't in a creepy way. It was in a nice way. You know, you read the room. I'm enjoying this vibe a lot. So I was like, I have not done this with anyone in the apps. Because honestly, like full disclosure I'm so fucking paranoid about COVID I don't think anyone's not paranoid about it but like I have not seen anyone in months like you know, like besides my family so I was like I just haven't gone on any walking dates and stuff not gonna lie to you I've been asked and like I've, I'm writing a list so I can remember them when you know I get vaccinated but sometimes I'm just like it is risky do you know what I mean like I haven't even seen my friends in months so I'm like oh, I'm not gonna go meet up with you for a coffee and possibly expose myself to this virus look I know it's probably a bit intense I know that's all within legalities and safety but I'm just really paro but I was like do you know what I might actually meet with this guy for a coffee and go for a walk because I really like him and I think it was like kind of like when you actually do have feelings with someone and you're not just texting them for the shits and giggles it's like I'd rather know now do we get on in person so I can stop wasting my time do you know so it's kind of one of those situations I was like do you know what I think I'm gonna do it so and I explained to him backstory for me my mom is super high risk and if I brought anything back to her it would like just with her health like it's just she's very very high risk and I explained that to him and he was so nice and he was like yeah no like I literally am just at home with my family all the time like I work from home I was like grand no worries anyway so whatever I was like but like look just saying like I will be keeping my mask on and I will probably be on the other side of the park like so bring a megaphone you know that kind of vibe anyway so we go and I'm like anyway so we organized to meet um the morning of we're supposed to meet up in half an hour and he texts being like hey how are you feeling and I'm like fine and we and we'd both been drinking the night before you know and just drinking in your home like 
like obviously the hangover hit stiff but like obviously I was still able to function and I wake up and he's like yeah I just had too many drinks last night like I actually am too hungover and I was like what long story short cancels the date and he was like I'm so sorry like please let me make it up to you I just can't drive right now like I think I'm still over the limit and I'm like understandable I've been there done that but it's half an hour before the date and it's very much a red flag that you can't handle a few beers on a Friday when you knew you had a date on Saturday I am personally concerned for you but ciao adios I'm done actually that's a lie I wasn't done right I was kind of like do you know what I've been in situations before that I couldn't even see when I was hungover so I get it so it's like I'm not gonna judge you for that like do you know like it's a red flag but I'm not gonna cancel you so he was like oh I'll make it up to you and I was like yeah like to be honest that's a bit rude and then he started getting defensive it's like as soon as you are like yeah that is bad out to what they're saying is bad out all of a sudden I'm being outrageous okay then like whatever so then like it was kind of silence then for the day and I was like okay like I'm pretty sure you're the one that cancelled on me is in the wrong but now I'm the one being silenced sorry like lol at the Oprah interview were you silent or were you silenced I was silenced Oprah I was silenced then he doesn't text me for a whole day after cancelling the date and then he sends me a photo of a house being like oh I'm currently buying this house he's 28 so he's six years older than me now don't come at me I don't have some weird fetish for older men I just find that a few years of emotional intelligence added on to men is very much helpful so that is just my type I cannot deny this he sends me a photo of this house being like oh yeah I'm thinking about buying this house and I'm like hello to you too good morning I'm like what and he was starts telling me these plans about this house and I'm like so exciting for you like go you like he very much has his life together which is one of the reasons I was attracted to him do you know what I mean and like you know he starts like going on talking about this house I'm like I don't know whether I'm supposed to like be like oh my god that's so hot you have a house or like this is like you just trying to spark up a new conversation and try to forget about the argument we had or what but I was like I don't want to move in <laughs> sorry like he wasn't asking me to move in with him don't get me wrong but like I'm like I don't need to know about your future house plans I just love for you to show up for the date like I <laughs> like why do I need to know the ins and outs of your mortgage situation I don't want to know about that I just would love if you didn't have one too many beers the night before and showed up for the date like I'm not asking for everything I'm just asking for that you know like there must be a line in the middle like come on like there's got to be a balance here because I'm happy to find it honey you don't need to buy me a house you just need to buy me a coffee on the walk actually do you know what I'll pay for my coffee just show up to the walk do you know so I'm just kind of like even the ones that you're like this could work out just madness it's just a loop-de-loop and I know okay to be fair that situation sounds a bit chaotic but like we've been talking for a while and I did really enjoy him but now after that I just like when he when he sent me the house stuff I was kind of like okay like I wasn't exactly like oh my god cool where's my room and he took my lack of enthusiasm I suppose as um, a reason to see me and now he's not replying to me now to be fair my reply was literally like three words long but like yeah so now I've been would you say ghosted um and it's just like it's the roller coaster for me it's the lack of middle ground for me like can we meet somewhere in the middle between not showing up for the first date that you know you're still making first impressions here and asking me to move into your new home to be fair it was a lovely house um like I don't see myself ever having the funds to do that like fair play to you but like can you meet me in the middle here please anyway so that was interesting also I was talking to another guy this week sorry I'm actually just on fire haven't I I actually do love talking to people though like it's so much fun like I love being on the apps and chatting to people I just have so much fun honestly like it's great to get to know people and it's great to just see what different types of rejection you can come across without even knowing it um and just the roller coasters that these guys take you on it truly is character building anyway I was talking to this other guy and we were having nice chats or whatever and he was like oh like do you want to move to whatsapp and i was like okay loving the initiative let's do it talking on whatsapp uh we were talking about some tv series or something starts getting quite late you know i'd say about half 10 11 i usually can't get at half 11 these days i don't know how i ever stayed up later um and boom it's like when the the moon rises the dick bit comes out we were not discussing sexual situation and boom there it is in front of my eyes i was like okie dokie and it was on whatsapp as well i was like I text my distant relatives on this phone and you have the audacity to send me this. I text my own blood on this phone. I text the people I babysit for on this phone and you have the audacity to send this unwarranted photo. Honestly, fucking story of my life. I'm not, I wasn't shocked by it, but I was like, okay, cool. Do you know, it was like, we could have honestly been talking about Polly Pockets, but because, you know, it hits late at night that it's like, yeah, cool. And I was like, Christ on a bike. Like I would have actually rather received the U2 album again, downloaded on my phone 
phone then receives something as unwarranted as this both are absolute attacks anyway so how weird was that though when that YouTube album downloaded never listened to a song on it but my god it took up I literally I think at that point as well whatever phone I had the storage was genuinely a fucking joke and I probably had about like 90 megabytes left and I was like okay you two you've literally just caused my phone to implode like it's on fire it's breathing far too heavily right now yeah so that happened as well and I'm just like this shit is just not for me and I was like that was unnecessary and he was like oh my god I'm so sorry I'm like are you though are you I feel like in those situations it's kind of like if someone thinks that's acceptable you know at the end of the day like something went wrong something went wrong on the way we dropped as a baby were you dropped as a teen I don't know all you can do is just call them out and be like all you can say is that's very disrespectful I did not ask for that never do that again to me or any other woman and well obviously it wouldn't be me anymore because I was cancelling that situation but yeah so they were the series of unfortunate events with boys that I went through this week but I mean we're we're out here and we're living and to be honest with you they brought me more joy than they did disappointment so but the one thing from talking on these apps that gets me so excited for life I cannot wait until we're vaccinated and you know the world starts piecing itself back together and I can go on dates again like I feel like I've never dated before but honestly from going on the apps at the moment I'm like if I wasn't par about the virus and I could have gone on walks I could have gone on at least eight dates and do you know like I'm not tooting my own horn here but also I am because like I'm just like I'm ready to become a serial dater I'm ready I'm gonna honestly when I go live in my life next year I'm just going to organize dates and go meet them suss them out in person and it's so nice you meet them in person you know I know within five minutes of meeting someone whether this shit's gonna work or not so it's so nice you don't have to waste like two weeks of talking about how you're trying to stay sane in the pandemic with a guy on Bumble it's like I can go meet you for a coffee without the fear of God that you'll transmit this vicious virus to me and just suss out whether I like you or not and then if I don't I move on with my life and if I do hurrah Lily is off the market so yeah I'm really excited honestly Um, you know all these things that happen on the apps I'm like it's literally not me it's you when it implodes so do you know I'm very excited though to like in person date do you know what I mean like I love that shit like I'm so excited to go out and just experience the world like I am Lily and I am about to become a serial dater and I'm excited sorry those announcements went on for so long but I had to update you guys because they honestly just made me lol this week so I wanted to share those lols with you so on to this week's theme since this week has been International Women's Day a beautiful day close to my heart because I am a beautiful woman myself and when this comes out on Sunday it will be Mother's Day which is also exciting I wanted to get my mom on the pod for Mother's Day but she's a busy woman she's got enough shit to be doing with her life so not gonna happen but I'm excited to get my mom I call her Marge her name's Margaret but you guys can call her Marge she is everything I want to be and more um, as a woman so definitely we'll be doing an app with her but she's too busy girls she's too busy running the world so it's fine it's just gonna have to be me today again talking by myself but you guys haven't complained so far so here we go so because of the week that it's been with International Women's Day Mother's Day and also I wanted to talk about just the important issues and just norms of society that have come up recently with Sarah Everard's disappearance and the case that occurred this week and I just think with regards to what's gone on with victim blaming and just general embedded extra awareness that women have to go through to feel safe and still you cannot control if someone's going to attack you or someone's going to think it's okay to assault you they're all unfortunately parts of being a woman that I know myself and all of the women in my life know and understand and have to learn whether they liked it or not so I kind of wanted to discuss today for it just being a woman's week and like a woman's week of just really like hearing and listening to women's voices not because you have to because you want to because everyone deserves to just live a happy life where they feel safe and don't have to worry about genuinely taking their life into their own hands because they've walked home at a certain time of night by themselves and I just think that all these things are part of being a woman and there's so many amazing things about being a woman which makes me grateful to be one every day but there's also just so many things that I had to learn and you're not born thinking this way like you do have to learn it and it is at points of survival skill in the case of Sarah it was the point that it was something that took her life I just think that all of these things are so important to be discussed when it comes to there's injustices in the world if it's something that 
you personally know that it's just so important to speak out and you know let people hear your voice so they know it's you know it's not an issue that's just being said like it's just so felt by so many people and one thing that I learned when it comes to a woman's place in society genuinely from being educated and being in college and I study sociology and social policy and a lot of them a lot of modules I've done is gender related when I say education I don't mean you have to do a degree on gender in justice to know what you're talking about I'm not saying that I'm saying genuine life education and yes to a point reading about it and having knowledge about it but as well just education and experience and life as well and I just think that's so important and that's one thing I learned from learning about it and being educated on it is the intersectionality of it and the intersectionality of gender injustices is so important to understand that women as a gender go through particular struggles but women of a certain color or race or background will feel in more injustices and it's not about who has more injustice it's about being aware and educated that the struggles that I go through I know that there's a woman in a situation that's worse than mine and it's not about because that's a situation that yours doesn't matter but it's just so important to be educated on the intersectionality of that and I think that's something that I learned to know it doesn't discredit your struggle at all I think it's just something that I find important to address now the intersectionality of gender is so important and I think it's such a big it's so important to be educated on female as a gender gets discriminated on but there's also groups of women within women as a whole that suffer greater injustices and speaking about your truth and what you go through I think is just so important and you know not to it's important to stand by women and their different struggles but I'd never say that I could speak for them but I will stand with them. And just like in my situation where the woman that I am and the society that I've lived in and the country I've lived in and the people I've been around and the struggles I've faced as a woman in that situation, that's my voice. And that's what I have full education to speak about. And I just think, I think ultimately it's like when you speak about these things, it's so important to be educated because first of all, in these situations, you need to be educated when you're talking about it because a lot of the time you're shut down, which is a joke. But, you know, education is power in that way. I'm touching on all the stuff intersectionality not to make the point of disregarding anyone's injustice or feelings I'm just saying I think it's so important to understand that so when I speak my truth I'm fully aware of the intersectionality of gender issues but I know that this is something that I felt and lived every day so I feel the need to speak about it and the need to voice it from just living it and knowing it and knowing that when I speak about it a lot of other women around me and around the world will understand what I'm saying and I think it's just important to voice your real voice on situations but also have an educated point of view of it that's why I feel I really want to dedicate this part of this podcast to talking about this because it's just something that I have lived through and experienced and just see every single day in my life and I know that a majority of women feel the same way so for this episode I really want to discuss the amazing things but also the everyday and conscious and subconscious struggles of being a woman that are just embedded into us and I think once we speak about it and even any man or woman that's listening to me understands I say this from a place of purely wanting to give comfort and just a community to people that want to fight for the same thing it doesn't matter what you identify as if you're part of this community that's part of really finding the solution of it that's all that matters and that's why I really want to speak about the wonders but also the struggles of it is being a woman the issue of the double standards of gender is such a massive conversation but I really do want to just focus on the things that I've experienced in my life and I can just see a complete and direct correlation to Sarah Everard's situation and I know for a fact uh, the women in my life see direct correlation to it as well one of the things that comes with being a woman and I learned so young and it's like when with regards to body confidence like you're not born hating your body you're not born thinking that this thing is wrong with your body and I think that now it's a big conversation and people are genuinely unlearning that as a woman I'm I've untaught myself but with regards to this you can't really unteach yourself because it's every day and it's all around you and one of the things that I've experienced as a woman constantly is just knowing you need to have that extra awareness when you leave the house and these things are so normal and it's so normal even when I say it now these are things that people know and because it's so normal it's almost like it feels like generalized or something but it's it should not be normal like I just know myself I 
The amount of times I've walked home and you have to have the key in your hand. The amount of five minute long voice messages I've sent to my friends because I just keep recording a voice message in case in the fear of the fear of my life that something might happen to me that I can press send of this voice message and it will be sent to someone and someone will know that, you know, at this time something happened to me. And that's genuinely like no one does this to be dramatic. No one does this for the fun. This is genuinely the way that women have to live their lives. And also no woman is asking for sympathy. I don't want sympathy. I could go on living my life the way that I always have and having to think about all these extra things for the rest of my life. And at the like genuine knowing risk that something could happen to me. But I would fucking love if there would be a day where this shit just is not normal. I don't want sympathy. Like I could keep living this life if we didn't have a choice. But the thing is just like everyone has a choice on how you genuinely react to things and how everyone has a choice of what they do and ultimately the choices that have been made in the past by men reflect on just the exploitation and the objectifying of women and just the mistreatment of women and it's a constant thing and it's something that I honestly have learned since the point of interacting with guys and men Um, but I think it's important for everyone to tell their genuine truth because you really do realise how it's every fucking aspect of women's lives that this shit controls whether you like it or not and when you try going against it you receive genuine backlash to it I think when my understanding of this situation started I was 16 I genuinely didn't really go out with guys that often when I was younger and it wasn't because my mom was hiding me away like in the tower like it was just she was like no like I lived really far away from like civilization basically I lived out in the countryside I couldn't drive obviously so it was more about the fact like I just it wasn't accessible to me so I just didn't really socialize with guys that much and I think when I started socializing with guys was when I was probably about 15 16 and that's how I know that it wasn't something that you know I learned magically like I learned it once I started interacting with guys and I remember I was out you know when you're young and you go out okay probably maybe to some clubs you used a fake ID or whatever like living your young wild life everyone does it and to be honest with you it's a rite of passage so I remember when I was out we were in a club and I remember I saw two girls that I knew were like one or two years younger than me like you I just recognized them from knowing them and I could see they were very drunk and there was a group of older men there that were evidently taking advantage of them and you know trying to kiss them and all these things and the girls were come like very very drunk and definitely it was not consent whatsoever and I saw that happening and basically I went up to the two girls and I took them away from the men like there was a group of like six men talking to them and like touching them and everything and I took them away I found their friends and I was like listen like your two friends are really drunk can you just you know get them some water or whatever like you know at the end of the day like it's not my job to take care of the girls the whole night and them in a taxi but you know it is I see that as I'm going to go find their friends and make sure they're with people that that's not going to happen again because they're just not of the right mind like and I was like fine I don't want a medal I'm not asking for a medal like I that's just something I saw and I'm just like that makes me that's blatantly not okay so I'm going to do what I can to shut down that situation and I was walking through the club later on and this man comes up behind me grabs me by the arm from behind like twists my arm and like turns me to face him and it was one of the men from the group that I basically told them off and be like these girls are drunk whatever about their age they're drunk and it's disgusting I can see what you're doing from afar like you should be ashamed of yourselves I said all these things and he grabs my arm and twists it to look at him and he literally looks at me and goes I'd fucking watch myself bitch if I were you I literally just froze and I was like this is like a big guy that has just like grabbed me as like holding me there and I'm just like okay and like I obviously like I did shove back and shoved him off or whatever but like he's just looking at me with these fucking eyes on him and like I was 16 when that happened I was 16 and I was told to fucking watch myself because I had taken two drunk girls away from this group of guys and all of that genuinely wasn't surprising to me like if you call out men like that who think 
think that kind of behavior is acceptable chances are their response to you isn't going to be respectful but that was really scary like because he like genuinely put hands on me uh, and then I shoved him off and then from that point on that was scary and that did like shake me a bit but that obviously wasn't an isolated situation as years go on and I'm going out with my friends we're out we're walking through the club we're at the bar getting a drink whatever it's just constant knowing if so like you're not surprised if you feel a hand on your ass you're not surprised if you feel someone feeling the need to put your hand their hand on your waist when they're walking past you you're not surprised if someone gropes you and puts their hands on you and that's just not a foreign subject to me or any of my friends from the years that I've been going out and look regardless of whether I was underage or whatever I was like no one has a right to be groped or to be treated that way for years and still now like I get groped and I will turn around and I will say to that guy what the fuck are you actually doing you are disgusting the way that you have just touched me and treated me has made me feel disgusting and uncomfortable and I genuinely do not understand how your brain works I will call it out and I genuinely have always been that person that will call it out and 10 out of 10 times when I do that and I know this because I did it I lived it whether it was where the, one of my friends was groped and she and it's no fault of their own it's not your fault if you don't feel comfortable enough to turn around and call them out because it's so uncomfortable and you feel so uncomfortable in the moment and sometimes you genuinely freeze and there's nothing wrong with that but I'd been in situations for so long that I'd just been constantly like just turning around and being like what the fuck looking in the eyes being like what the fuck do you actually think that is going to happen from that situation like please tell me and then out comes and especially if they groped one of my other friends and I go up and be like I'm just genuinely saying what you did was disgusting and it's unacceptable and it's so disrespectful you're going to go on living your life that's fine but just know what you did was actually disgusting so many times I've been like okay don't worry like I wasn't touching you you ugly bitch I've been called fat I've been called ugly I've been called a bitch I've been called aggressive I've been told to watch myself I've been you know watched around the club after I've said something to someone and it's not like I don't get joy out of that like I don't enjoy turning around like I don't want to fight these people I don't genuinely like I like I don't want to be like oh yeah like come on like I'll punch you like I don't get joy out of that stuff and it makes me uncomfortable and it's not an enjoyable thing I don't like like I don't need a medal like I don't want to that's not how I want to live my life but in certain situations I know that I would be not that I'm comfortable but I'm more able to turn around and address the blatant groping and objectifying of me or my friends than maybe other people would be comfortable doing with because of their own situation there I would not blame a woman for a fucking second not feeling comfortable enough to turn around and address the person and especially sometimes you have to read the room especially if you actually think it would be unsafe to react to it and that it actually might like depending on how many guys are around you or whatever on whether you just don't feel safe in that situation to speak out that's a real thing as well and I would never say that that is the wrong thing to do I think every single woman that's been in that situation you've done what's right for you and you've you've done enough that you could in that situation whether that's just running the fuck away or it's turning around and saying something and I just I see and I've seen in my friends eyes so many times how utterly uncomfortable they are and like just shook by the situation of them getting groped and just knowing that that feeling doesn't go away when you wake up the next morning or like when you leave the nightclub that feeling of just actual fucking filth and you're like hands on me and just genuinely you are a fucking object like to that person and when I approach these men and say genuinely what are you doing I will be laughed at and whatever I've been called awful things but do you actually think that I give a fuck about a person's opinion who thinks it's okay to do that to my friend or me no I don't but there's it's just that feeling that you get it doesn't matter if an absolute pig did it to you like you just feel you you feel fucking awful you feel awful after something like that happens to you and whether it is physical or catcalling or like just like eyes on you like where did you get off like what do you think is going to happen here like actually and when I approach situations like that with men who do that in a club or wherever the hell we are I'm not doing it I don't want a medal I'm going to walk away and probably never see some of these guys ever again thank god and I don't expect in that moment because nine out of ten times no one's going to apologize the odd time maybe they apologize but more than not I get comments back at me and I'm not expecting a respectful response because you're clearly not a respectful person when I get those responses from people I don't expect to fix the solution right there in front of me but you just don't know if you call out that shit if you are a man or a woman doesn't have to be straight up groping in a club or like vocal or physical assault that happens 
happens right there and then like whether it is a fucking conversation of a guy joking about groping a girl or feeling up a girl in this way or doing something sexual to a girl especially if it's a situation where you don't have to say anything you could sit back comfortably and say nothing and the conversation will keep going nothing will be shaken up if you can say something in those situations not in a way that it's like oh my god like fuck you you're like a completely evil person like how could you say that and you just be like that's not okay why would you want to live in a world where your friends think that's okay and it's not because you have a sister or you have a mother or you have a cousin or you have a best friend as a girl it's because it works two ways like equality is equality lack of double standards is lack of double standards on both sides whether it's toxic masculinity and when it comes to the objectifying exploiting of women it works two fucking ways the whole thing of gender and double standards is a massive conversation and I'm not going to pretend that I know everything about it but I know enough to know I would never ever grope or make a man feel the way that I've been made feel or my friends have been made feel and we don't want your fucking sympathy just stop doing it because at the end of the day we could keep living our lives and having to fucking suck up this shit and doing the extra stuff that we need to do whether it's being on the phone on the way home pretending to be on the phone like having to set up these things on our phones like the emergency SOS apps which is all important things and they're the things that you feel like you can somewhat have control over the situation but ultimately you cannot control if a man decides it's okay to go up to you and grab you and that's where it stands it's not you can control what you can try to control but ultimately the only way that this situation is really going to change is if the the people that are the problem which are the men that are doing it genuinely just don't think that way and the only way that's going to happen is if society genuinely changes their reactions to it and their view of it and just how ultimately unacceptable it is but when I shut down these conversations or address these situations to guys what whatever situation it is I do not expect to get a oh my god I'm so sorry I should have thought about blah blah in front of me I expected a lot of the reactions I've gotten over my life but I know that me doing that whether it is in the moment they probably get embarrassed they get defensive they say awful things to me I don't care your opinion means nothing to me even if it's their embarrassment from getting caught out in that situation might actually they might be so embarrassed from that situation that they will not do that again or their friends around them that watched them do it and didn't say anything now listen to me saying how that genuinely makes women feel and that will trickle to them and they won't do that at the end of the day the facts and data have always been there 97% of women experience sexual harassment and that does not surprise me the facts have always been there women have always been on the end of the most exploitation objectifying and disrespect because I know that because in my life being a woman with the women around in my life I know every single one of them have been in that situation so I know that we're never going to think that's okay the only way that things are going to change and the solution is going to come about if the people that do it really really understand that that is not the way they want to live their lives and if society changes their view on it that is fully my truth and that is the life that I live and I've experienced and I know the women around me who I know personally have experienced and I know there is millions and millions and millions of more cases like that that I don't know personally but I know if I heard it that I'm not blaming the victim because what they're saying is true the whole aspect of victim blaming that's attached to it is part of the huge problem you don't have to fix the problem that the victim is telling you about but you do have to listen to her and you have to understand what she's saying and really ask yourself why in the fuck would she come forward and say these things if she didn't genuinely want change to come about from them truly because why would me saying all these things about the things that I've been called and the things that happened to my friends why would I be saying that for attention why would I be saying that to be dramatic I'm saying that because that shit genuinely has happened and I think about that stuff all the time and I don't want your sympathy I'm going to still live a glorious life every day and I've got loads of amazing things in my life but this is a part of my life that I just know has been a constant thing and it's so normal it's so normal to know these things and I just know the women listening to this understand what I'm saying I don't want your sympathy at the end of the day all this shit has happened and who fucking knows the shit that's going to happen in the future but we can just fucking cut the shit if you just address the blatant exploiting objectifying of women around you start there the group that you're in the conversation you're having the one person you're talking to just start there you don't have to get up in the middle of the fucking city center with the megaphone just start in the group that you're talking to and just honestly be like this is genuinely hurting women and it could result in something really really fucking awful happening to a woman if a guy leaves this conversation thinking what he said that is blatantly objectifying and exploiting women was okay because I know the only way that 
my view would be changed is if I am genuinely educated and fucking called out. And I don't even want to say the words with the whole situation of not all men fucking clearly. I've got a brother that I love, a dad that I love. I've got male friends in my life that my life would never be the same without. And I always want the men in my life to feel like they can work on their emotional intelligence because that's such a big fucking thing. I honestly don't even want to discuss that idea because that's how just irrational and just unacceptable it is because ultimately no one actually thinks it's all men just too many men there's enough men to be afraid there's enough men that all women have experienced it like enough to actually have made it a social problem because I didn't make it up it happened to me I didn't my friends didn't make it up it happened to them and I know all the women aren't making it up because it happened to them and ultimately everyone just wants to live a fucking happy safe life that's all I want and at the end of the day I know that I'm gonna have to be extra aware when I still do shit and I don't think this problem is going to be solved in a day absolutely fucking not but it would be great if everyone could just start right now with the group around them the friends around them the messages that are sent in a group chat that is clearly disrespecting women just shut it down because we can all have a fucking great time on this earth and in society in general without this shit being normal I fully believe and I think everyone should believe that and if you don't I'm confused this is not a gender versus a gender it is genuinely whether you choose to be with the people that believe that women deserve to be as safe as men because I don't feel safe in some situations and I have to be more aware and I know the women in my life do as well and we're not making that shit up and at the end of the day no one's fucking perfect women aren't perfect and men aren't perfect but 97% of men aren't getting sexually assaulted and attacked by women if you want to go in the facts that's it there but as a society all these facts have always been out there but like genuinely like like everyone just wants to be happy and be respected and don't feel like they have to watch their back where they go and that is like I've never ever walked by myself and not had to pause music and turn around and check because I feel like I've I just feel like there's something behind me and I don't want sympathy that's life I will go on living my life like that probably for a lot longer but I believe that women deserve a happier and safer place within society where this shit just isn't normal because it's just way too normal I just really wanted to discuss that aspect of where women do still stand in society and I think with the whole week I really have just been thinking about this so much and I'm honestly so grateful that I have this podcast that I can talk about because it's always been something I'm an advocate of and loads of people are and I just think the fact I can make this episode and put that out there and just if people could just sit and listen and really try to learn something from it or maybe just resonate with it and like you know just feel comforted and warmth from that of you're not alone that's the reason I, I'm making this episode it really is but there is such twisted shit in society the fact that 97% of women way too normal and it's way too upsetting to women to be normal anymore and I think every single person listening to this has the opportunity to change something about that because you don't have to go out and change everyone in the world just if you feel like there's been times where you haven't reacted respectfully to women in a conversation whether it is with all your male friends whatever the situation is just react differently react differently not because you have to because you want to because everyone deserves a happy safe life and that's literally it like I I don't want to be better than anyone else. I just want to be equal. That's it. So being just the week that it has been for women and things have gone on, I just really wanted to speak my truth about that because that is something that I've felt personally and I just wanted to voice that as well because there's just, there's there's such hope for this shit not to be normal. There really is. And I just believe that there there's enough good people in the world to turn this shit around. I want to discuss that aspect of life because that's something that just so many women have experienced and it's just been such a big part of my life, whether I like to or not I love to share that realness with you guys as well and I know a lot of you will resonate with it and maybe someone learned something from it as well you cannot control the uncontrollable but you can control how you react to blatant conversations of objectifying and exploiting women around you and that's where it starts you don't have to fix everyone just be more present in those conversations and shut it down so thank you so much to everyone who listened to all of that that really is something that I just find so important I just really think there's enough good in society to fix it I really do but it's going to take discomfort and just being fucking real sometimes but I think everyone has the potential to do that I would like to close out being the women's week that it is and being that it's Mother's Day today to just talk about some of the glorious aspects of being a woman that I honestly just wake up every day and I'm like I'm so glad that I have a vagina you know there's just some aspects of being a woman that I'm just like I just feel so fulfilled and just loving my life right now for so long and I think that this is a a much bigger conversation which I might get into one episode with regards to body confidence like I 
just now like and for so long I didn't uh, like I pretended to but I didn't and I just thought such awful things about my body even though like it's literally unbelievable like I just love my body now I love my curves I love all the parts of just the woman body I love how I fill out clothes I love how when I'm buying sustainably clothes that like I'm like I look so stunning like I just love it I just have such a love for my body I think honestly the one thing that like being in lockdown gave me was just like spending more time with my body not in a hateful way I feel like you know for so long you just like the only way you look at your body is like oh how do I look going out the door now now I'm just like I'm just in the house looking at myself and I'm just like honestly like I love my big curly hair I love my love my hips I love my boobs I love my skin I just I love my body I really do I really do I love and I love saying this I love how I fill out clothes I just love how they look on me and yeah and I'm just so grateful for my health I find the women body very fascinating I think it's just so fucking cool that I have one do you know like I actually don't know if I'm gonna have kids because I just don't really know if I want children but and like for personal reasons or whatever like something dark I just like I don't know I've never really been drawn to it but I also love like just the maternal drive that women have and it's just like so special like you know when you see those videos and I actually look these up way too often these videos of like animals being like oh mother penguin with baby penguin and it's just like that maternal shit is like so deeply rooted in history of animals and humans it's actually amazing like you know when you see those videos of the of like a mom like the adrenaline rush of saving the child you can lift up the car like you know like I just I fucking believe that shit like honestly there's such power that we have and like oh my god our maternal power isn't everything we have of course not but I just think it's such a power to us you know I just love that part of women and I think that there's you know of course there's a massive gender role issue with regards to stay-at-home moms I think that situation is really in developed countries and developing countries obviously I know with regards to intersectionality of gender as I said before like there's completely different situations happening everywhere and I would never say I could speak for every situation but with regards to me and like we're being given more of a choice and I'm not talking about like that we can vote now like fucking clearly but like as in like we just have more of a choice that you can choose that some people want to stay at home some people want to go working do you know what I mean? like it's literally it's just about the choice and that's it and I just love that as everyday goes by women are getting more of a choice and I'm not saying that it's fixed whatsoever but like I feel like I'm just want to like end the pod on a note as well of kind of like how far we've evolved just how amazing that is do you know like that stuff doesn't happen magically that happened from a lot of people fighting and I think I'm just like so grateful that I'm a woman even though there's all these things as we discussed before that come with being a woman today there's also a lot of things that I'm so grateful for that I I don't take for granted but I'm so grateful that I have it because of the women that fought before even just how things evolve nowadays I think even like when it was International Women's Day and I was just putting up like a post like just celebrating the women just know like even like that day like a year ago or even like two years ago I would have put up a story being like oh girl boss and stuff and like I didn't think that was a bad thing but now looking at it and it's not that everything like turns into a negative thing I don't believe that I think if you want to look at it that way you can but I think girl boss there's no need for that word like you're just the boss I don't need to be called a girl boss because I'm in charge of you like I'm just the head of this I'm the leader you can just call me your boss and I think even things like that how we evolve and we just get more educated and just you know it's still a very much uphill battle and I don't want to come across as someone who you know thinks I understand every single aspect of gender inequality but I definitely do understand what goes on around me and just you know I'm just like grateful for the things that are evolving and just I know that I have a lot more choice in my life because of women that have fought before and I'm just very grateful for that and even my mom you know like even when I think about her being my age you know just the difference and it wasn't that she but like that was what she was used to you know like it wasn't like she was trapped either like you know at the end of the day women are unbelievable creatures we fucking adapt we shouldn't have to adapt all the time but we do adapt to the inequality and the injustice to the point that it's it's more normal than it should be but that's just the power of evolving it's like the things that might be taken as normal now in a year will be absolutely unacceptable and it's just about constantly paying forward to that and being so grateful about the things that women done before you but also just paying forward to that future do you know because at the end of the day like I just I just want to live a happy content life like I don't need like world peace like do you know what I mean like and nothing is black and white everything in life has to have a balance of something it's not going to be all good but I just think that the only thing that I want from life is just an understanding that there's going to be balances there's going to be up there's going to be downs but ultimately I'm just going to keep paying forward to not making society a worse place than when I came into it but look that's a big conversation I'm not going to get too philosophical but basically I do love being a woman I'm so grateful to be a woman but there is certain shit that happens with being a woman and you can't fix it in a day but you can definitely talk about it 
out in any way that you feel like you can and in my situation with regards to what I've gone through and what the women around me have gone through it was just important for me to say something and speak about that it's a very real conversation about women I think and that's what I wanted this episode to be just a real conversation the wonders and the fucking struggles as well and the restrictions to it so and you know what guys maybe I sound a bit like Buddha right now towards the end there but to be honest with you guys I'm fully aware shit goes on the world shit goes on the world every fucking day and to be honest with you shit will probably happen to me in about 20 minutes you know what like you just have to be okay with the fucking shit happening shit happens all the time you can't fucking control that it's how you react to it and I react today by speaking my voice on my beautiful pod to my beautiful listeners and just spreading nothing but real educated and hopeful vibes there we go so guys I hope you enjoyed the pod for regards to the end or if you have the fear just know Ooh, this one's kind of fun I suppose we could really tie into this you know the equality of men and women being domesticated you know at the end of the day domestication is a strength honey I'm so fucking glad I know how to take care of myself and all men and women should know how to do that okay anyway one time I was getting with this guy he worked in a bar and I was really drunk and I was like I want to go home with him because I really liked him we'd gotten together before this um, and I was like yeah so I literally showed up and I was like so when are we going home he was like I'm working so like I'm gonna have to do my job and then we can go I'm like great amazing um, and Lily got a little bit drunk and impatient and was just like I just want to go home and have a great time so I part of his job towards the end was collecting all the glasses and putting them in the dishwasher to clean bar glasses as you do and Lily decided to in her drunken state and the bar was not empty everyone that I knew was still in this bar I decided to go around and start picking up the glasses for him going behind the bar and the two of us spent the evening picking up the glasses and putting them in the dishwasher I had the fear about this because of how drunk I looked doing it but I didn't have the fear of it I kind of thought it was funny until the next day my friend showed me a video of me doing it and like I'm like how did I not actually leave a trail of broken glass behind me from dropping the glasses because like my eyes like I was not seeing straight I was you know actually I was seeing straight you know when you're that drunkness that like you're this is the only thing you're focusing on and he's just standing there looking at me and I asked and when I no this is why I had the fear sorry as well because when I was thinking back to it I was like oh my god like he probably thought I was so gas cleaning up the glasses and then I look back at the video and his reaction he's looking at me being like can you like there's definitely some health code violation you are obstructing but like I was too driven to getting this job done that he was like trying to stop me but I was like no no it's fine but he wasn't being polite he was like no no can you please stop like you were not supposed to be behind the bar um, but I just didn't pick up on this signal I just thought he was trying to be you know flirty and that video of seeing you know like it's like when you have drunk goggles versus not you know the video of me seeing how I actually was being received putting the glasses in the dishwasher that gave me the fear but no regrets you know to be honest we still went home and had a great time so no regrets but I would recommend that if you want to skip one phase in your life guys it's <laughs> getting with the bartender because it never ends well anyway <laughs> at the end of the day we put it down in the books as a win but there definitely was some hurdles along the way anyway guys that's the pod I hope you guys enjoyed and yeah I really enjoyed speaking about everything in this pod very important to me and I appreciate everyone that listened and I appreciate everyone that listens to the pod and sends me all the messages I found like this week just a lot of people were sending me messages actually a recurring theme is that people said that they look crazy walking around um, the streets um, on their walk what listening to the pod and I'm like I'm so glad I make you look mentally unstable like genuinely like you look like you've gotten out of the psych ward and you are laughing to yourself so I'm very grateful to be able to do that and thank you all for listening and please get involved with the pod Instagram there's great content on there have a glorious two weeks I will be back in two weeks with more content to bless your ears so much love stay stunning I'm Lily and this is the get involved podcast ciao me amores